0: Hey everyone, this is Cole, and I just wanted to let you know that this episode we recorded with uh, some lower quality equipment. Um, since I've been on sabbatical, we've been using just some uh, some cheaper microphones that I've had lying around, um, and I think it shows in this episode, so please forgive us for the sound. That's not ideal, uh, but we appreciate you guys listening no matter what. I'm also not feeling great this week. I've been uh, sick the past couple days. Uh, So while I normally would have said, hey Noah, let's re-record, it just wasn't in the cards. So we still have an episode for you. Unfortunately, the quality is not up to what I would like it to be, um, but I appreciate your guys' understanding there. So thanks so much for listening anyways. You guys are amazing. I can't believe you guys listen to this podcast. So uh, we love you so much. And with that, I hope you enjoy episode 12.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to yes. our friends, The Podcast. Been- Woo! Twelve, or season two, episode two. I think it's. Or season 12. three, or season four. Maybe we just we <laughs> one
0: episode seasons.
1: <laughs> we have the podcast with the most seasons
0: on Apple Podcasts because every <laughs> every season is one episode. <laughs> we just go the route of like uh, Stranger Things or Sherlock. Every episode is like three hours long and oh, the Joe Rogan. Rogan. The The Joe Rogan podcast. The Noah and Cole are Joe Rogan podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So elk meat. (laughs) Did you know? Okay. Have you heard of like, uh, I think it's Jordan Peterson. I know other people do it, but I discovered it. Via Jordan Peterson. He only eats meat. Like, literally, only eats red meat. That's the only thing he eats. Nothing else. Just like ever. legitimately just red meat. Just red meat. He doesn't eat any fruits or vegetables. He doesn't eat any fish or chicken. It's just red meat. That's it. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, anything. Always red meat. You ever heard of this? No. no. Like he's going to have a heart attack. I know. I'm like, how are you alive? How does that work? But I guess it's a thing. I was telling Kylie about it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's like the carnivore diet." Yeah, yeah, it sounds. But even crazy,
1: that just sounds like so much. That's probably got to be just the most violent bathroom experiences. (laughs) That's got to mess up your stomach. You're going to war. Maybe not. I mean, have you heard of the guy Liver King?
0: Liver King is he's that like jacked dude, isn't he? Yeah, I wonder if he's natural. I I don't know. I saw it. This is funny. I saw him responding to Joe Rogan saying, there's no way that guy's natural. He's definitely on some sort of peds. And um, he, I was really impressed with his response, actually. He was like, I am just floored that Joe Rogan would even be, like, mentioning me and talking mm-hmm. about me. Like, that's such an honor and a privilege and whatever. Like, I, everything I do is, I think, then he went into, like, yeah, I'm just totally natural, but... What an honor that Joe would even mention me. I was like, I'm oh, definitely that's interested good for by you him, dude. He seems like response. a very educated guy, but then I listen to him on certain podcasts and every other
1: word out of his mouth is the f-word. Ah. Which not saying if you say the f-word you're uneducated. I am. you uneducated
0: lunkheads. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just like I feel like when every other word is effing, it's like yeah. is that like can you not think of any other words So just yeah. every other word is the f-word? It just to me, I don't know. It so is so like a ah, turn off. Maybe you're not.
0: As educated as I thought, I I just see the dude's midsection and I'm like, whoa, you're built, but like, I don't know if I want to be built like that. Yeah, each of his abs looks like a bicep. It, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, pretty much. Like each ab looks like a a eight, eight ounce sirloin. My 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 recommendation this week is discover the liver king, and uh, form your own opinion about it's strong. <laughs> He always talks about his salads that he eats and, it's like, pork rinds.
1: <laughs> he also went to some tribe in Africa and drank an entire, like, 12-ounce glass of blood.
0: Oh, gross. So what's his deal? Does he just eat liver? Like, what's his um, – why is he the liver king? Well, because he's the Does liver he king live because liver is king.
1: Oh. And he supposedly
0: – Liver is king.
1: Um. So, like, supposedly he doesn't allow his cell phone in his house, in the house, really. Oh, good for him. Um, his bed is just wood plank. He basically, like, built himself off of these, like, seven ancestral tenants or something like that.
0: and Sounds like a man with demons. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, like, every day he wakes up, he goes outside, he gets, he walks outside barefoot, he goes for runs barefoot. He, um,. It goes everywhere. Shirtless, he gets sun on the skin. He hasn't been to the dentist in years. Doesn't shower. Is that
0: a point um, of pride? I haven't seen my dentist um, in
1: decades. Supposedly, I don't know how his he supposedly doesn't brush his teeth. Oh, dude! Or at least with certain things, but his teeth look great. So I'm like, there, I feel like there's no way
0: he's doing something. Something, yeah. So he
1: eats like liver and bone marrow, and like I'll show you after this. I'll show you like. snippet of his like what he eats yeah um because he'll like on tiktok or instagram he'll just post what he eats and so like this is him eating a cow heart a bovine heart a raw bovine heart um there's videos of him just eating tons of liver there's him eating bull testicles um he says his diet is the diet of his ancestors Uh, He sleeps on supposedly like a wood bed, uh, sleeps on the floor. Um, He's got a really nice house, but he takes, of course, ice bath guy. Yeah. Um, Like I said, drank an entire cup of blood. Oh, no. Oh, he (laughs) eats bone marrow. This is a video of him drinking (laughs) 51 shots of blood.
0: Oh, dude. Dude. That's just gross. Um, he
1: does ridiculous workouts, though. Like you'd be like, "Wow, okay," because the things he does, he has pretty intense workouts. Uh, obviously, loves guns. Um, doesn't eat any traditional foods. So like, there's videos of him like blowing up bags of Doritos, <laughs> <laughs>
0: which is funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could get I could get behind that. That'd be fun. Target practice. Yeah. So Doritos. he does that. Bah. Um. You ever shot a watermelon before? No. Have you ever shot a gun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: my brother my brother is basically polar opposites to me. Um, oh. and loves gun like guns, all things guns, okay. Hunting, hiking, everything like that. Um, so he would go anytime he was back in town, he and I would go shooting at his wife's family. They have sure. some acres out in Oakland, Iowa. So we'd go out there and just um shoot. shoot. So yeah, I've shot yeah. I've shot a bunch of different guns I shot. Nice. Um uh, handgun shotguns, yeah, uh, assault rifles, things. The like whole that, so.
0: thing. Yeah. The kit and the caboodle.
1: The the kit and the caboodle, both. Shot them both. Oh, there he is drinking another cup of blood. Wow. Doing sit ups underwater. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> eating potatoes. <laughs> um, eating liver. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so this is like one of his meals a whole bunch of rice, potatoes. I mean, the guy liver.
0: is 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 mountainous.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he is built. Like I said, each of his abs looks like a steak you could get at Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. So, uh, I'm. I mean, if he is natural, good here's for him the real because,
0: question: Does he take creatine?
1: <sighs> yeah, from liver, or is it all in the blood? It. I mean, it's. For him, he Nothing says, like, a lot of his stuff blood. is natural because it's just everything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but the blood of cows. Oh, jeez. What I drink. This... So, anyways, Liver King. Yeah, uh, I'm sure a lot of people, maybe people who listen to this will know because he's a big social media guy. Yeah. That's what's funny is he's always like, don't bring your phone in your bedroom. Don't bring your phone. Put your phone in a Faraday case like to block out the radioactive waves and things like that. Mm. Doesn't have a TV. He has two kids too. And I'm like, I mean, good for them. They're probably sure. growing up in a world that doesn't need that. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah. man, that's gotta be boring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but he also has a video where his son is eating like raw something from a cow and throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> or that he'll just eat like a raw egg in a bed of raw hamburger meat and like show Dude. his whole family eating that. And so
0: I've eaten a raw heart before, a small one. It's so gross. It was a dove. <laughs> why I used to go uh, we would go dove hunting every I think it was Labor Day weekend um, and so you just kill the dove and we're like give me the heart <laughs> yeah pretty much I shot one and um, like had heard like people used to do that and so I was like why not I've, I was a teenager I feel like trying this this sounds like fun I was like dad can I eat the raw heart and he's like Uh, sure I guess I can't promise you won't get sick and I was like "All right, how was it it was fine I don't remember what it tasted like I remember thinking oh okay Um, it was the size of like a black bean you know it was really small okay so not huge okay no doves are like after you skin a dove there's not there's not much there the actual like the only meat you can really salvage is off the breast and that is maybe like half the size of your fist it's oh. small so for you to like make a meal out of doves you got a bag like 10 or 15 of them huh so but after years of hunting we finally figured out like how they really like where to go you want to catch them if you're able to, we would hunt in a pasture and like during the day, especially in dove season, if it's a day or two after the start of the season, they are super scarce because they get really gun shy. They're like, oh shoot, things are shooting at us, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so when they see things moving around, they will avoid you like no other business, right? Um, But at nighttime, not nighttime, like as the sun is starting to set, which is just minutes before you are no longer legally allowed to hunt. Yep. Uh, they'll start coming into Roost, especially around small bodies of water and we were on my grandparents pasture land and he had like a little a tiny pond for the cows to drink out of and we would just sit there we'd go out there with five gallon buckets we just sit on them and they'd start coming over the hill it it was like it felt like it was in like a military documentary it's like people were coming over the hill and they had no idea there were guns at the bottom waiting (laughs) yeah and that's it you're firing like crazy they're coming over in droves and you're just like boom boom and you hit one And it was so hard to, like, ignore the temptation to try to hit another because they just keep coming. But you've got to track the one that, like, came down. And we didn't have, like, hunting dogs or anything. So you're, like, going to get one and telling everybody, you know, where you're you're at because you don't want a bunch of guys running around like, I'm just chasing a dead bird while, like, three other dudes around me have (laughs) shotguns. Yeah.
1: That's what we
0: call pulling a... Dick
1: We were both going to say Dick yep. Cheney. Weren't we? <laughs> wow. We, at the same time, Cole and I both looked at each other and almost both said, pulling a Dick Cheney. <laughs> Literally the exact same verbiage. Yep. We were both going to say the same. We are from the same time. Side note, you said about the half size of your fist, and for whatever reason, that popped into my mind the size of Brock Lesnar's hands. Oh. <laughs> uh, are those the
0: size of his hands? No. Brock no. Lesnar,
1: so I guess he wore like a 4XL size glove in oh, the wow. UFC. His hands are gargantuan. Big. And I don't know why that came up, but no. It ha- your hand is probably half of his hand. Mine's half the size of his hand. Yes. yes. And a dove's yes. breast
0: is half the size of my hand. Yes.
1: So Brock Lesnar's hand is about the size of a dove. Oh. I don't know. It's probably bigger than that. It's much bigger. He also most recently was at WWE SummerSlam, and he drove a tractor to the ring because he's Farm Boy Brock right now. Oh. And halfway through the match that he was in, uh, lifted said ring with the tractor. So it was hardcore.
0: It was so awesome, dude. That's wild. Cowboy
1: Brock, dude. Brock is—he's an another man. He came to fight, and he brought the farm, dude. He is an animal. Brock Lesnar,
0: yeah. He's. Have you ever seen him? Nah, maybe, dude. I know know the name, but he legitimately
1: looks like Goro from Mortal Kombat. Goro, dude. You know who that is, right? I would if I saw him. He's the massive
0: forearm. Okay, yeah. Giant goblin. I man. had I had Mortal Kombat when it was on Super Nintendo because I grew up with Super Nintendo.
1: This man is like 45 years oh, old.
0: Oh, dude, yeah. Holy smokes. He means business. He is just
1: an a, an apex predator. Brock he Lender. is this is him like a couple years ago. So that that's him not like the picture oh. I just showed you is him not like
0: not I as mean, big as he is now. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> he's Yeah, he, he just. filled out. He's a, and like I said, he's like 45 he's years old. He's clearly been He's exactly 45 years old. Wow. 6'3", 286 pounds. There you have it, guys. Age is just a number. You, too, can look like Goro from Mortal Kombat in your old age. To Not quote, that 45 is old. Not that, you know, I'd. To quote
1: um, Pastor Brian Demmel. Oh, yeah, You can uh, grow that? and age without getting old.
0: Ah.
1: Pastor Brian used to work at LifeGate. He yeah, now is guy? in never heard of Florida.
0: Him. Yeah, he's in Florida now. With his son. Corey Demmel.
1: Yeah. Eating dove hearts. <laughs> eating dove, <hearts. laughs> Eatin dove
0: hearts and playing golf. <laughs> no, they're, they're not doing
1: that. Well, they might be playing golf.
0: Probably not eating dove Probably. hearts, though. He, Brian had a pretty strict diet, too. He was like all plant stuff. Yeah. Really? He, he like would not eat um maybe it wasn't just plants. I just remember being in a couple meetings with him where we had like Jimmy John's or something brought in and he would like pick stuff apart and be like he won't do bread, won't do um, but it wasn't just like a I'm avoiding carbs thing. It, yeah It was like a there's certain kinds of food that I just will are not good I don't think they're good for the body so I just don't eat them. Mm. And I was like, "Wow, I was I was impressed. I was like that's cool." He's also a guy that
1: would wake up every morning at like 4.30 in the morning to go play racquetball Yeah, at uh,
0: Genesis. I feel like at that age, though, just the, the more I talk to people who are much older than me, the more I'm like, I will be waking up at five mm. and at four as the decades go by. Because it just seems to happen to people. <laughs>
1: uh, Tim Hall, he, uh, Pastor Tim, campus pastor at Midtown, said that the other day, um, so his son is a sixth grader, yeah. and he said his son Lincoln has for years woken up at like 6, 7 in the morning. Wow. So Tim, to have his alone time with Jesus, he yes. wakes up at like 4.30 in the morning dude, and just goes out and sits
0: and uh, starts up a fire pit and just chills. I need to talk to Tim, actually, because I have that exact problem right now with Isaac. He will wake up, sometimes he's waking up at like five thirty, five forty-five. And he, he's content. If we just let him lie down in there sometimes he'll fall back asleep. Yep. Other times he just kinda like doesn't really do anything until mm-hmm. about six fifteen and then he starts really fussing. Um but I can't like I can't do anything in the morning before my kids get up. Tessa, yep. she's a rock. She'll really? sleep until eight sometimes.
1: See, Keen, it's rare. Because he always finds his way into our bedroom. Last night, he came in there at around 1230. Oof. And I took him back into his room, laid yeah. with him for a little bit, rubbed his head, rubbed his back. He fell asleep. And then I woke up this morning, and sure enough, there he was. <laughs> so <laughs> I have no idea when he came in there. Um but he always ends up in there. But usually if we wake up, he gets up. Sure. He like he likes the security of feeling you there. Yeah. So in way, we wake up. And now he's in a rhythm with school. He's in kindergarten. so Yeah. Um, so he has kind of that rhythm. Nora, she pretty much every morning about 7 a.m. She doesn't really cry, though. She just, like, plays in her crib. And then eventually she'll just start being like, daddy,
0: daddy, mommy,
1: daddy.
0: I'm just doing that until Tess we come in. used to go, oh, mommy and daddy. that's awesome for like five minutes and then when we didn't like go in there right away she'd just get louder like oh mommy and daddy
1: you go in there you're like why does your mom get the soft one why are you yelling why are you screaming my
0: name (laughs) it was so funny too because we we put her into like a like a twin size bed we Uh graduated her into a bed when she turned oh maybe three i don't know but i enough that I was like, she's physically capable of getting up and leaving and still her doesn't. room. And she just wouldn't. She'd wait for us to come and get her, which I was kind of like, I'm down with this because. Yeah. Cause then you don't, you have Kean. He just, then you have Kian. he shows up and just, comes I wake our up one bedroom, day and Kean's just in my bed. I'm like, <laughs> how did you get,
1: how do you even know where I live? I've never <laughs> even met you.
0: <laughs> I don't know who I am. Yeah. No, she's still that way. She's, she's got a lot of autonomy. We've given her, I think some autonomy there that um, I'm, glad about she had so we got a hatch light have you heard of these the things that make noise or have they colors? make noise but they also have co- yeah they've got colors uh-huh. and we set it so that she so that we didn't have to always go in there and get her now it will turn green at like seven fifteen, which means you want to get up and come out great go for it and half the time mm. she won't because she's not awake yet or she's just Sometimes she's like, I just wanted to get up and play for a little bit. So she'll play in a room by herself, which is rare. Usually she wants, like, to hang out with me all day. Um, but, yeah. So now she'll just – she gets up, and she knows that if it's before the light turns green, she's not allowed to come out mm-hmm. yet. So go back to sleep or just kind of hang out in your room. Um, but we set it at a time that's, like, roughly around when she would normally get up. So it's not like we're, like – Every morning, she's got to be alone in her room for an hour, just sitting there going, "When will the morning start?" So,
1: yeah, uh, maybe talk to Tim about that because he just he just wakes up and yeah goes and has a fire pit most mornings. That's Tim's love language, fire pits.
0: Fire pits. Yeah, he loves fire It's pits. one of mine, too. I really? To, yeah. You need to talk to Tim. <laughs> I do need to talk to Tim. He's a five on the Enneagram, too. So am I. Oh! I've been meaning to ask wow. him, actually. I'm, I'm going to pick his brain when I come back from sabbatical just about how do you... Because he's a campus pastor, and the campus pastor position is no joke. And um, part of the struggle of being a five on the Enneagram is you... You feel like you start the day every day with less energy than everybody else and you're mm. super conservative about how you spend your energy and uh it's uh easy to feel like you're overwhelmed and when you're overwhelmed you just kind of shut down. At least that's been my experience and I read about people having a similar experience who are also fives on the enneagram. Mm. Um and so I'm I want to know. I'm like, "Hey, dude, you're you're doing it. Are you dying on the inside?" <laughs> <laughs> Cause I huh. don't, I need to sit I need and, to grow. <laughs> I need to sit and talk with my
1: kids about the Enneagram. Cause I, all I know is that I'm a nine and I don't know much more.
0: I can tell you some of what that is a little bit. But are uh, you ready? Go for it. Here we go. Nine. I know I'm a peacemaker. Enneagram. I know about 1% about the nine. Um, but who knows? Maybe it's, a, it's enough to lay the 1% out. <laughs> the nines on the Enneagram. Yeah. They're known as the peacemaker. They are the ones who will like chameleon around other types. So they, if they spend a lot of time around other kinds of types on the Enneagram, they won't look like nines. They'll often look like that other type. They they know how to like kind of fit in pretty well. The thing that, some of the things that nines struggle with, um, so like someone else you would know who is also a nine on the Enneagram is uh, Caleb Craft. Oh. Also Charity Long. Pastor Micah. Pastor Mike is a nine? Wait. He's either... No, wait. Uh, Pastor Mike Ballard is a nine. Mike Ballard's a nine with an eight wing, I think I've heard. Um, I think Pastor Mike is a nine. Funnily enough, uh, Charity and her husband, Ryan Long, is also a nine. They're both nines. I want to know what Taryn is. I'm curious. Taryn, what are you? We need to know. (laughs) Take the test. Yeah. I honestly recommend, if you want to know more Enneagram stuff, like take a test, but the test is like a... I guess yeah the best what helped me a ton I took a test and then I learned more about the types I read the road back to you by I think Ian Morgan crom crom cron I don't know Um, but that's like an easy enough read and if you like to audible um, then audible it's it's a short listen and it just goes through every type in enough of a like it's short but, but deep enough that one of those will feel like you got punched in the chest mm. you'll be like oh my gosh how did you know that about me and when that happens that's a pretty solid indicator that that's probably your type if gotcha. you don't know about the enneagram it's like it think of it as like a personality test thing but it really digs into the motivations behind why you do what you do uh not just oh you're this therefore you do these things Mm -hmm. but it's more why you do them there are types that so like i'm a five uh sharon miller is a two on the enneagram the the five is often known as like the Thinker, i think um, and the two is often known as the helper but her and i connect on so many things so often when it comes to what we're reading what we're thinking about what ideas we've had or whatever Um, we do a lot of the things the same um, but for different reasons for Mm -hmm. different motivations so you'll see a lot of overlap between types but often the driving forces behind them are are different so anyways the nines. I can't remember the the deep motivations for the nine other than like, uh, I think um, like harmony and peace is a big one. Their struggle often is uh, overcoming the inertia to just get up and do things, um, which is why I think it's hilarious that Charity and Ryan are both nines because I can only imagine the conversations of like, do you want to go on a date? Yeah, that'd be great. Where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? I don't know. I guess we're not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if they actually do that, but um, so just nines, I think can really struggle to overcome the perceived difficulty and the amount of energy it takes to just do the stuff that they need to do, whether it's taking care of laundry or work stuff or even hobby things like, Oh, that sounds like fun. Oh, but that means I have to do X, Y, Z first. Like, That can be really difficult, especially with conflict. Um, Nines and fives are similar in the sense that they will keep a lot of their like anger and frustration just inside and not externalize it. Um, And so they'll be like smiling and nodding at somebody while also cursing them on the inside. (laughs) Hey, that sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's the tiny little bit that I have heard and read about nines on the Mm. Enneagram. Um, but I'm by no means an expert, so.
1: You heard it here first from the Enneagram expert, Cole.
0: <laughs> That's me. Follow my Come expert.
1: to goal for your... <laughs> That's right.
0: I'm now an Enneagram coach. You can hire me to coach you about the Enneagram. Follow
1: for... Cole's Enneagram bookkeeping by Cole. Cole's Enneagram
0: bookkeeping CrossFit Emporium. He'll keep your books while... Lifting weights, and while also telling you what's wrong with it. We'll you. play Monopoly and get out the tech deck boards and. Uh, In a Spider Man costume. In Spider Man costume. <laughs> yeah.
1: I recently had another debate with students at youth. Um, Ellie Rake, who also gets brought up on this podcast a lot. She does. And oh, uh, yeah. Carly Mullenix, Uh They were telling me that I had a wrong opinion about Legos versus action figures. And I said, oh, wow. uh, actually, you're wrong. Um, The end. (laughs) And then I I left. Actually, you're wrong. Uh, No, we had a debate, or not a debate, but they were like, yeah, it just sounds like you don't have patience. And I was like, and I don't. But I was like, let's put this in perspective. And I did the whole argument in the store. If we both are playing with a toy, you drop your toy, it breaks. And they're like, yeah, that's the fun. You get to build it again. I was like, that sounds awful. It's an unnecessary
0: amount of effort. Yeah, I was
1: like, I just want to play with the toy and put him on a Monopoly board, <laughs> build an empire. And they're like, "I can actually build the empire though."
0: It's dumb. All Stop right. it. Enjoy being a contractor. Legos <laughs> are <laughs> just being a general contractor for kids. I used to take, okay, so there this is this is fun. Have you ever heard of a game called StarCraft? Yes. Oh. I've played it on computer no way way back in the day really yeah like like a really original
1: i was either starcraft or starcraft does starcraft 2 exist it does yeah starcraft 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 2 age of empires yeah and then uh battlefield
0: vietnam yeah (laughs) really random computer games but that's what i played no dude that was i played starcraft and then they had an expansion pack which was Brood war um and then uh Age of Empires all day long so much fun. Love those I games. was really was... bad at
1: them. But sure. I tried playing them cuz my brother liked them.
0: They're fun. There was a uh the whole reason I brought this up. I used to take so I also had Lincoln Logs, right? And I would take I had Lincoln Logs and never really had Legos. Mm. Um and I was fine with that. Yep. Uh, I had Lincoln Logs. I had a bunch of G.I. Joes. And then you remember the Spider-Man action figure I used for the Monopoly things. And I said in a previous episode that came with four Dr. Octopus arms that were modeled after Spider-Man 2 the movie. Those arms, I could twist enough that they... With enough imagination, looked a whole lot like a hydralisk from Starcraft, which was like a a nasty monster thing, mm-hmm. um, one of the units in the game. And so I would play this game where I'd set up a Lincoln log base and I'd staff it with GI Joes and like guns and stuff, and then here would come the like the hydralisk onslaught. And I only had four. But I'd imagine it was, like, 400 of them, you know. And <laughs> it would just be the... I'd set everything up just for it all to be destroyed. And nine times out of ten, the G.I. Joes all died. Yeah, yeah of course. And the monsters won. Or the G.I. Joes all died except for one lone survivor. And then it was his... Mark Wahlberg. Journey, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. And it was his journey to, like, try to, like, we sneak build. his way back. Back to safety. Escaping the Zerg. Which were the, the yeah in yeah, Starcraft?
1: Yeah, yeah. Starcraft. I man, I have not thought about Starcraft in a long time.
0: That is low key one of my favorite games ever, <laughs> and uh, it's like a, it feels like a hidden gem uh, because most people I know don't know about it. So, so, so.
1: two things on the topic of video games. Yeah. <laughs> one in massive news: Grand Theft Auto Six VI had videos leaked. Done. Somebody dun. hacked like a Slack server or something. Oh wow! And got a bunch of videos, and they are real. Rockstar confirmed that these are real leaks real and they're real things leaks. that so not only is this like not a rumored GTA six right. footage, this is real alpha footage. And can I just say some of this alpha footage looks better than some games that come out yeah. fully done. Yeah. You showed me
0: some of it and it looks Insane. insane. The insane. little bit insane. that I saw is like the hair move real great looking. like, it, look at the way the I hair moves! Look at her hair! <laughs>
1: In another one, though, it shows like a piece of clothing she's wearing, like moving yeah. with the wind, and it's like, dude, these guys are next it's level. Insane. On another thing of games, there's a game called Human Fall Flat that my son loves. Human Fall Flat. And you play as these little wobbly pieces of meat. Basically, have you ever seen Gang Beasts? Yes. <laughs> so it's similar to that, but it's a it's a puzzle game where you play okay. something like that, and instead yeah. of grabbing things, you so you have control of your arms, you can grab things, you have to climb things, move things around. Yeah, but in order to climb, you have to look up to raise your arms up, and then you look down to bring your arms down. So, to do that, you have to look up to grab something, look down, pull yourself up. Yeah, my son loves this game. Yeah, and somehow is actually pretty decent at the game. Like, yeah. he'll beat levels by himself that I'm like, How did you, you do, do this? That? But now, my favorite thing to do is because I hate some of those levels so much. I have found ways to cheat in the game and beat the levels way faster than you're supposed to. So that's my new thing. Now he and I, we will play the game and I'll look for ways to cheat the level. And he has gotten it. And I'm like, he's like, dad, stop cheating the system out. That's what he calls it. He calls it cheating (laughs) Cheating the system system out. out. And I'm like, I'm like, I probably shouldn't tell him I'm cheating. And he's like, dad, don't cheat. And I'm like, buddy, I need to make this clear. It's not okay to cheat. But in this game, it's okay. <laughs> uh, and so, but he calls it cheating the I, – I say cheating the system. And so I'll look at the levels, and I'll yeah. like see something, and I'm like, I think I could get near the end doing this. Yeah. So now I've found most of the levels. i figured out ways to cheat the system yep. in yep. almost all the levels that normally take a long time. And it's ways that the developers intentionally make it able to do it. Yeah. For example – There's one level where you get to a certain spot, and if you get on top of a wall, you could walk to the final checkpoint. Sure. And if you're on top of that wall from there, so you get to this point where you get to these three like steam tanks, and you have to put a bunch of rocks in and then light a fire and throw this fire in there, light the thing on fire, and it'll create steam, blow the top off this thing to get to the exit. Sure. Normally, you have to take a truck that in this game, you don't just hold a button and drive. You have to push the throttle up and turn the wheel with your stupid meat guy up a <laughs> winding road all while trying to also play with a five-year-old. That's not included in the game. That's my experience. That's serious. <laughs> load up this truck with rocks, yeah. drive it back down the windy road. And so it's really hard needless yeah. to say, or it's really slow. I found that if you hop on this one wall that you're not supposed to get on and then jump on top of the roof above where these like steam engine steam whatever they are yeah. there's a bunch of rocks above them the exact amount of rocks that you need to beat the level wow man. right above them so it's like the developer knows you they can put cheat. it there yeah. and then just below that rather than having to go all the way up to get the stick of fire right underneath it you can find another one underneath sure. there so it's like i think they know that you can cheat yeah and so there's just ways that That's my new thing is I find ways to cheat the system, in his words, out. Cheat the system out. Cheat the system out. So that's my new thing is I try and find – and certain levels you can't. Like you have to complete tasks. Right. But for the most part, I found ways to cheat the system in just about every level. Yeah, And it's my favorite thing now because now the levels that used to take us 30, 40 minutes, sometimes an hour to beat, I can beat in like maybe 10 minutes at most. And. I'm like, hey, buddy, we can play one level before bed. And he's like, oh, let's play another level. Last night, we got through four levels, in which typically would have taken us 45 minutes. Yeah, It took us 10 to do four levels. Dude. Like 10 to 15. And I was like, ah, oh, this is perfect. This I, is
0: perfect. I, uh, I introduced my daughter to Mario Kart for the first time this week. um, And I won't lie, I was surprised at how poorly she handled steering (laughs) i i do this thing where i tend to overestimate everything always um all at once all everything always all the time (laughs) um i i thought this would be great i'll teach her mario kart i'll put on all the settings so like she can't fall off the edge and whatnot and i'll just say this is the go button and this stick will steer you yep just stay on the track and she'll bump into stuff all the time but it'll be okay Um, But she's never... We've been really intentional about, like, we're pretty guarded with her screen time. Mm -hmm. I have said no to video games up until this point. Um, And even introducing Mario Kart a little bit is only because she's kind of got this tablet that has these little games on it, Mm -hmm. but we only give her, like, an hour a day. I'm just really, really cautious about screen time. And if I had more, I think, uh, more patience and just more... um, I don't know, more in me as a parent, I would say no screen time, period. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, I gave her Mario Kart. And she would just hold the stick and drive in circles and get stuck on the wall over and over and over again. And I was like, ah. That's how Keen kind of is.
1: The Hot Wheels game. We have a Hot Wheels game on my PlayStation that he'll play in.
0: Very similarly. Yeah. (laughs) Very similarly. I always forget how hard some of the things are, especially for... I watched a whole (laughs) video on it, actually. This guy was like... Games, most games now are made for people who already play games mm. and there are unwritten rules in them that gamers True. understand. But if you're a non-gamer, you have no idea. Mm. And so he did a whole, it's, it's a fascinating watch. He did a whole study, study where he like had his girlfriend like play all these games and he was just going to take notes and give zero hints, zero instruction, nothing and just watch her play. Um, and it was like, really interesting to notice the things that she was doing and thinking that are like not at all helpful and as a gamer you're watching you're going oh well you're you're not picking up that this thing right in front of you is a visual cue that you should be doing this and not that or if you find that video send that to me because that's a curious yeah curious about that i will the only there were a couple different games the most specific example i can remember was playing the last of us Mm. And in that early scene where uh, you're like the very beginning of the game, you're running with your daughter, with your daughter and um, there's a point where you're coming up kind of on like an intersection and there's a bunch of debris kind of to your left that would immediately tell you you're not supposed to go that way. You're supposed to go the other way, which is wide open and there's a mm-hmm. ton of people running that way. The game wants you to go to the right, mm-hmm. right? And she kept trying to go to the left Thinking, this is a game where I can go anywhere, right? Mm. So I'm going to avoid where all the people are going to avoid the zombies. And I'm going to try to run into like these trees and over this debris. And every time you go that way, a zombie pops out and kills you. So she took that to mean, I'm not going fast enough. Mm. So she spent like however many minutes trying over and over and over Rather
1: than knowing that it's not an open world game, it's a game of handlebars, bars. It's mostly open, but it's guided open.
0: Right. Right, guided open. And even open world games are still... Guided open at the edges. Yeah, except for for Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's true. There's no edges in Minecraft, which is nuts. No, there actually there are. I think really once once you reach the like maximum distance, there's a there's a point where and this might differ between uh versions of minecraft yeah there's a point where i can't remember if they call it the other lands or the faraway lands or something there's a point where the algorithm just starts getting funky and all the terrain looks like swiss cheese like it's weird and um that's like on the far extremes of the borders of the map and then i think there is a point where if you go to the edge 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 it will not allow you to continue Interesting. I think, I don't know. It's been a while since I read up on th- <laughs> how Minecraft maps work. In uh, other
1: news about kids, Kean recently had a question for me. Oh. Another question. We're going to bring up Kean's questions. Proceed. Um So he at recess Mm -hmm. uh, at school was running on the playground and he was like trying to crawl up the stairs on the playground or something and slipped, slamming his forehead into the corner of stairs, Ouch! getting a massive bump on his head. Mm -hmm. It's a yellow bruise now. And, um, but later, a couple days later he was asking me, he said, dad, when you're at recess and you have to, you hit something, why does it win? And I was like.
0: why does it win
1: yeah okay so you're just as confused as i am so he kept saying the same statement to me he's like no when you go and you hit something why does it win and i'm like buddy like is there like a button you're pushing or like what are what what are you saying like button push something when you hit something why does it win and he's like crying angry because he's like you're not listening to me yeah so i'm like okay buddy go slow tell me again he said so when i'm running. And I fall or something and I hit something. Why does it win? I said, okay, so like when you were running and you fell and hit the stairs, why do the stairs win? Right. And he was like, yes. And I was like, okay, you're looking as a, at it as a video game. If right. you and I are playing a video game and I'm fighting you and you hurt me right. and I lose, you win. Right. He's saying, why when I fall and hit the stairs, do the stairs win? Yes. And I was like oh man dude how did you think of that because he's saying like when I hit something and get hurt why does it win and I'm like okay so the stairs aren't real they're real like they're really there but they're not a thing like they can't feel and so if you're gonna hit them you'd have to hit it pretty hard for it to fall apart and lose so every time you hit it you're gonna lose and it will win and he said oh here's the truth son you're just not hard enough (laughs) i was like dude how did you even think to ask that yeah i've never once hit something even like oh man why did that wall win yeah (laughs) like why did why did this thing win or like that's not indicative of me punching a wall before i have (laughs) so just gave away a little bit of my past there being angry they're like, oh, Noah
0: hits walls, okay. Noah punches. Yeah, there's holes in it. We're in his office right now. They're everywhere. No, if I could punch
1: a hole in concrete, that'd be sick. Are these concrete walls? These ones are. <laughs> my <laughs> side that's drywall. I could oh, okay. maybe punch through that. Kaboom. That, if I can punch through that, I got a career ahead of me. <laughs> I need to get into fighting because I'm going to knock a lot of people out. Noah finally joins the WWE. Yeah, no, I'd be in bare knuckle fighting. If I could punch holes in concrete... And we That's came right. over from so people right. punching holes in concrete. Boom!
0: That's my recommendation yeah. this week: punch holes in concrete. Punch some holes in some concrete. There you go. Hey, if my recommendation, creative project for you, if you've never mixed concrete, give it a try. Dude, these recommendations are off the rails. <laughs> the
1: last last week, you said, I said eat a Reese's and you said eat creatine. <laughs> creatine. Yeah, dude. But only if you drink a gallon of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it well. Cold yeah. movie recommendation. Go. Um, A goofy movie, obviously, and The
0: Batman, obviously. No, 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 no. You can't do that to me on the spot. I went to recommend movies I've already recommended. I was going to say Lord of the Rings. I already recommended that. Oh, my gosh. Mortal Kombat, the new one. Gross. It's not, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. Movie recommendation, uh, movie worth watching is The Sandlot.
1: Go watch The Sandlot. Ooh. You know what? That I was gonna say into the Spider Verse because it's just great and you should watch so it if you haven't seen it. What are you doing? But with the Sandlot, go watch the Goonies. Oh yeah, great movie. Sandlot yep. and the Goonies are great
0: movies. Those are my movie recommendations.
1: So Sandlot and the Goonies and into the Spider Verse. Just watch seriously. All three of those. Watch it. If you it's haven't so seen it,
0: good. yeah, it's stupid good, dude. Uh, I saw a trailer. Uh, we don't have time to get into it. I saw a trailer for a thing for a show on Netflix that uses an animation style very, very similar. What's it called? To into the Spider Verse. I can't remember. It's like uh, I cannot remember huh. the name of it. But it, it's not a superhero movie. It's like a romantic story.
1: Oh, intergalactic. Yeah, yeah, intergalactic. Yeah, it's Kid Cudi's project.
0: Yeah, it looks awesome. That comes out the thirtieth, which is is what's today? The nineteenth. Yep. so like next week yeah yeah
1: yeah next friday i want to i want to check it out yeah
0: honestly i watched it i watched the trailer and i honestly thought did it, sony when they because they invented a new animation yeah style. because it's like every shot you're seeing is like double the
1: drawings or something yeah. like that
0: yeah, yeah yeah and they did it in a way that like if you pause at any moment it looks it's a still frame with no motion blur it looks like a comic Yep, picture. Like that was the intention. But I I wonder and this is so out there, but I was watching the Intergalactic trailer going this looks like this is a this is a love story. The all the characters I'm seeing are black characters which makes me go this is probably a story predominantly for like let's tell the story of a the main character looks to be a black man. Let's yep. tell a black story. Yep. And I thought did this and did the into the Spider-Verse animation style Strike such a chord with, with Miles Morales' character, mm-hmm. and people going, "Oh, I love this!" That, that we're going to see more shows that focus, focus on—I'll say black stories because I don't know a more appropriate way to say that—that yeah, that feature that this animation style. style. Like, like is that, that going to be, be a a a cultural thing that's like uh, popular among art? By black artists. Yeah, because I, w- Cause I oh, haven't wow. seen this, any other art
1: animation style this doing one, that. Honestly, even just looking at the bit for the trailer, and Kid Cudi has a song called "Intergalactic." Yeah. Um, even just looking at the image for the trailer, it looks honestly almost more like video game like. Yeah. Than in uh, than in the Spider Verse did. Anyways, I'm really curious about it. Yeah, it looks comes cool. out next week. I wonder if it's episodic and or like what it is. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Music recommendation this week. I've got 60 seconds. Can you do it in 60 seconds? Oh, yeah. Here we go. 60 seconds. Intergalactic. What (laughs) did I just say? Sorry. Uh, God dang it. You threw me off. No. Uh, Music recommendation. Um, Cole recommended some worship stuff on the last one. I did. Listen to Hillsong's uh, At Team Night uh, album that they just released. At Team Night It's all at their Team Night. It's very good. Dope. Very solid. They do a song called Secret Place slash Goodness of God, and it's, ooh, chef's kiss chef's kiss so good listen to that um and food recommendation go and
0: uh oh boy uh go eat wings this week traditional wings wings, not boneless wings i know you said boneless but i heard you say homeless (laughs) don't eat homeless wings i mean we did talk about the liver king cole your food and music recommendations music recommendation go listen to a song by OK go but make sure you watch the video. Oh,
1: here it goes. Here it goes. Here yes. It goes.
0: Any of those. They're great. Uh, food recommendation. I recommend you eat, sit down and eat a bowl of spaghetti, just plain old spaghetti with red sauce. And as you do, remind yourself or discover for the first time, there is a whole sarcastic religion called the pastafarian, the yep. pastafarianism where they worship a flying spaghetti monster. Yep. I just want you to know that exists. Yep. Also, oh, go out speak and
1: speak. buy yourself a nice white T-shirt. Yeah, do that. Um, and yes, and we know you're wondering. Cole and I are still friends. Um,
0: yes, and
1: even Stevens.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Shia LaBeouf. Even Leebens. Oh, wow.
1: Go watch the Batman. Goodbye.
0: Goofy movie. Bye. Interstellar. Hey, <laughs> Back to the Future. <laughs>